Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 215 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe to your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. There were no big games out last week, but the games coming out this week include Rain World, Dead Man's Diary, Mordhau, Sea Horizon, Exoprimal, and Words of Wisdom. There are some new games available now and coming soon to Game Pass, and they include the following. You can now play Grand Theft Auto V on cloud and console, Sword and Fairy Together Forever on cloud console and PC, McPixel 3 cloud console and PC, then on July 11th you can play Common Hood on cloud console and PC, Insurgency Sandstorm on PC, July 14th Exo Primal cloud console and PC, and then on July 18th you can play Technotica on Game Preview cloud console and PC, and The Cave cloud and console. Now on to last week's biggest news stories and we have four to go over this week. Number one, ID at Xbox Demo Fest is back from July 11th. Jessica Ronald at Xbox Ryer writes, We are back. What summer without new game demos to entertain you during these hot days and nights? Starting July 11th and running until July 17th, you'll be able to experience over 40 game demos on your Xbox console. A few things to keep in mind. These demos will only be up on the Xbox dashboard for a week. Some might be republished to the demo channel later, but many will simply disappear at the end of the week, so check them out while you can. The developers would love to hear what you think. Hit them up on social media or through their websites if you like the game. Tell them. If you have constructive criticism, they would love to hear that too. These quote game demos end quote are not the norm. Typically the demos you see on our demo channel are created after the game is completed or nearly completed and represent an almost final version. Think of these akin to quote show for demos end quote and not necessarily indicative of the final product. What that means is that you'll get to experience these games some way early, which is awesome since you'll have the chance to provide feedback. You should also note that these games will continue to evolve and be polished as they near release. We'll announce the full list on July 11th, but here are some titles you want to keep in mind. Demon School by Necrosoft Games, Lies of P by Neowitz, Sea of Stars by Sabotage Studio, The Wandering Village by Stray Fawn Studio, and Worldless by No Name. I highly recommend everyone checking this out. I've checked it out over the past couple years, and it's an awesome time to experience games and demos that we never would really hit for the public. You'd often have to go to trade shows, which I never personally have, to see these experiences, so it's really cool to see some of these games. Personally, I want to check out Sea of Stars from the team that brought you The Messenger, a Final Fantasy Tactics-esque kind of game. Number two, Xbox and Bethesda attending Gamescom 2023. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Xbox and Bethesda are officially locked in for Gamescom 2023, meaning fans attending the event may get a chance to play Starfield ahead of its September 6th launch. Gamescom itself announced the news in a tweet, quote, breaking Xbox and Bethesda will join us on the show floor for Gamescom 2023, end quote, it said, quote, more details soon, end quote. Xbox is a regular exhibitor at the convention in Germany, having shown up every year in a time when PlayStation hasn't. Sony is yet to confirm if it will attend the 2023 show. 2022 saw the return of over 250,000 visitors for the physical show floor in Cologne, Germany. This year's event takes place August 23rd to the 27th, an opening night live launch event kicks off the show a little early though, taking place the night before on August 22nd. Last year's opening night live saw the announcement of Lies of P, a new release date revealed for Gotham Knights, the reintroduction of Dead Island 2, and much more. This is exciting, although not surprising. 
Exciting for two reasons. Obviously, we get opening night live. I love any of these E3-esque showcases to see more games new and old. And people are going to be playing Starfield likely at this event, so it'll cool to be getting some early previews of the game as well. Number three, Halo 1's cut content is being restored with the help from 343. Jason Midler at VGC writes, Some assets from Halo's inception as an RTS have also been recovered. 343 Industries is working with a group of modders to restore content cut from the original release of Halo Combat Evolved. As spotted by PC Games N, the mod team DigSite has been working with 343 over the past year. Code of particular interest to us were design production docs, bungee feedback notes, tags, compiled maps, and source data for previously unseen multiplayer maps, and quote, said the team. Some of the highlights of the restored content include multiplayer maps originally developed for the PC port of Halo Combat Evolved, which was worked on by Gearbox Software and released in 2003. Quote, Gearbox had made a bunch of brand new textures that were not being used whatsoever, end quote, says DigSite team member Ludus. Quote, it felt like it would be a shame if these textures never got used, so I decided to remix Indoor into brand new map that could better utilize these newfound bitmaps, end quote. Perhaps most significantly, the long-cut Macworld demo from 1999 is being added to Halo the Master Chief Collection. Prior to landing on Microsoft's first Xbox, Halo was at one point planned to be a third-person exclusive for Mac. Quote, it took some work to get them running in MCC. We've set it up as a sandbox to play in, explore, and repurpose for your own mods, end quote, says DigSite. Not only this, but content from the earliest conception of Halo as an RTS is also being restored, including vehicles and enemy types. While a lot of these assets are simple and never got to the point of being implemented in a working version of the game, it's still a significant moment in the preservation of one of modern gaming's cornerstone franchises. 343 says it's more content to be shown off and that DigSite team will continue to work through the archives of the franchise. This is awesome. Let's celebrate this new story. 343 working with a mod team to showcase old unreleased footage and game assets and demos and maps. It's just so cool to see something like this actually come to light and be in a place where we can actually play it as part of the Master Chief Collection. I can't wait to check it out when it finally launches. And number four, Diablo 4 Season 1 release date revealed along with fresh details on Questline and more. Cat Bailey at IGN writes, Diablo 4 Season 1 will release July 20th, Blizzard revealed in a new livestream that also included a host of new details about the upcoming content update. Titled Season of the Malignant, the new seasonal content will bring it with a brand new questline featuring, quote, new faces and new enemies, new powers, the first season journey, and the first battle pass, end quote. It takes place after the events of the main campaign and introduces a new character in Cormund, an ex-priest from the Cathedral of Light who is trying to stop the spread of the Malignant. Season of the Malignant features a, quote, dangerous new threat, end quote, in the form of a malignant monsters spreading throughout Sanctuary. Any elite monster will be able to spawn as a malignant monster with additional powers. Malignant monsters can be defeated by drawing out their corruption and trapping their malignant hearts, which can be inserted into rings and amulets. To battle the creatures, Blizzard says Season of Malignant will include new builds that are, quote, stupidly powerful, end quote, thanks to the new malignant powers. Blizzard also hinted as a new boss monster, new legendary items, new unique items, and more. The new items won't be season-exclusive, Blizzard says, and will appear in the Eternal Realm too. Players will be able to jump into seasonal realms and start a new character from level 1, though some features will only be available after beating the main campaign. The new, quote, season journey, end quote, will take place over 7 chapters, with each chapter featuring multiple objectives that can be completed for rewards like favor, which can then be used to open rewards in Diablo 4 Battle Pass. According to Blizzard, the Battle Pass includes a free tier where everyone can earn seasonal boots in order to accelerate progress. The paid tier also includes exclusive cosmetics. Blizzard had previously confirmed that Diablo 4 will be continuing to evolve and expand, quote, for years to come, end quote. This includes two confirmed expansions, as well as a robust roadmap. 
The Season of the Malignant patch will drop on July 18th, with new items and balance changes available on Eternal Realm from that time. Obviously, Diablo is one of the biggest games of the year, and one of the best in a long time according to many who have played it. I'm excited to play this game eventually, life is just busy and there's so many other games to play, but I feel like this is going to be the perfect companion on my Logitech G Cloud during the football season on Sundays, so I'm excited to one day play it. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this time since we were talking about ID at Xbox, what exactly is it? So credit to Wikipedia. ID at Xbox, or internal developers at Xbox, is a program by Microsoft allowing independent video game developers to self-publish titles for Windows and the Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S home video game consoles. ID at Xbox was announced by Xbox Vice President Phil Harrison at Gamescom on August 20th, 2013. General Manager Mark Witten was the sponsor of the project providing management and funding. Angela Hessen was the launch architect of the program and developed the program based on input from independent developers. Chris Charla is the director of the program. Developers who are registered in the program get access to two development kits at no cost, as well as access to all required technical documentation. Additionally, there will be no fees to update any game submitted through the program. Games revealed through the program also have access to Xbox One and Xbox Live components, including Connect Achievements and Smart Glass. Developers in the program also now receive access to the Unity Engine, as well as an optional subscription to Unreal Engine 4. This has always been a great program in Xbox's history, seeing how they showcase some of the smallest developers where you get some of the most interesting and unique games you can play on the platform. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, after having finished Bioshock Infinite previously mentioned on the show, I haven't gotten into anything yet, but I continue to play Vampire Survivors on the side, which, wow, came to that game finally, and what an easy addiction. I'll just play one round. I'll just play one round, and you just keep on going and going. Definitely check that out on Game Pass. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.